And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. This headline podcast is presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Breaking news from The Athletic. Carlos Rodon threw the 20th no-hitter in White Sox history five days after Joe Musgrove tossed the Padres' first ever no-hitter. The last time two no-hitters were that close together, Justin Verlander and Francisco Liriano back in 2011. They did it on May 7th and May 11th. What a start to the baseball season. Tim McMaster here along with James Fegan, our White Sox reporter at The Athletic. Uh, James Rodon took a perfect game into the ninth, and he hit Roberto Perez what made him so effective in this game to get this done? He was throwing strikes uh, would be the simple way to say it. Uh, you know, he didn't strike out anybody in the first three innings. Uh, the White Sox had a huge uh, offensive bottom of the first, uh, knowing that Cleveland's weak offensively, kind of put things out of reach really early. And for the first few innings, it just seemed like Rodon was going to pitching like a pitcher should when they have a big lead. I'm going to challenge hitters, you know, have them put the ball in play early. Let's get quick outs and go home. The And uh, even listening to him describe it, the dominant turn from him didn't even start until maybe the fourth. He falls behind 3-0 to Jordan Luplo, kind of a lefty masher in the Cleveland's lineup, and he kind of decides not to give in. He just powers, you know, three fastballs right down the heart. But, you know, it's a cold night. His velo had been down a little bit. You know, everyone's velo had been down a little bit. Um you know, it being 40 degrees and windy, and he just starts powering up. The first fastball is 94. The next is 95. The next is 96. And this is a well that Carlos Adan did not have, could not, you know, kind of collect from the last few years. Shoulder surgery, Tommy John, you saw his velocity dip to a point where he could start out games sitting 88. And this is a guy who had hit 99 um, when he was first called up uh, as, as a youngster. All of a sudden, that's back to him now. And and really, for a pitcher who's famous for his slider, um, he didn't have the best feel for it, as you would see later in the night. Uh, you know, he, he really got by throwing his third pitch a lot, his changeup, and really when he needed it, when he wanted to get it out, when he wanted to kind of overpower people to keep this going, he had 96-plus. He hit 98.8 on the gun uh, in the ninth inning on his 110th pitch. He just had this well, this reserve of of velocity, of gas that he was able to turn to, and just the pure power uh, of of his uh, his arsenal was able to get him through moments. You know, as true with probably every no hitter, uh, the opposing offense was not having a good night. Right. Um, but the moments where you know perfection might have eluded him, he was able to kind of uh, reach back and find another level. And it was the slider that made perfection, I guess, elude him, as that's what he uh, hit Perez with in the ninth. You think about Rodon overall. You mentioned the Tommy John surgery, uh, non-tendered at the end of last season. Uh, He comes back, re-signs with the White Sox, and now this. Uh, It's been quite a journey for a guy who was a top three pick in the draft. Yeah, I I found the quote from 
uh, two years ago, when we were talking to him right after Tommy John's surgery, and he kind of put in blunt terms about whether he'd even pitched again. He said, like, hey, the shoulder surgery I had two years ago, I was only given a 75% chance of coming back from that, and the Tommy John rate's 92, so things are looking pretty good. <laughs> but but even after that, you know, last year, you saw a little bit of, you know, the velocity coming back, but he was very ineffective. He got thrown in these relief situations, Um that were very ill-suited to him uh, last season. Yet his last time he faced Cleveland, he gave up. He, I think he faced three hitters and got nobody out and gave up like a, a basis clearing double to Jose Ramirez and essentially lost that game. And you know made two more appearances the rest of the season. It wasn't very effective, and he thought that was it for him, uh, especially in the White Sox organization. And frankly, you thought it's the mutual benefit of everybody. The White Sox weren't going to give him an arbitration raise, and Rodon didn't seem like he was finding it in Chicago that he should go somewhere else and get a fresh pair of eyes and maybe see if they could figure something out in his delivery or, you know, if he'd be accustomed to a bullpen role somewhere else, he wound up getting fresh eyes in Chicago because when they hired a new pitching coach in Ethan Katz in October, Rodon started working with immediately. And that was before he knew what his future with the organization was. He was working so much with Ethan Katz that they had to stop in December when Rodon was non-tender because they realized like, Oh, Hey, wait, I'm technically not part of the team anymore. Um, but so once he signs his deal, I want to say in late January, early February uh, to kind of come back for one year, purely a make good, see if you still got it. You're going to compete for the fifth starter slot. You're not guaranteed it type of contract. You started right back up with his work with cats and you saw the product of it immediately in spring. He was lights out in spring training you know, as, as much as every spring training set is, is meaningless and you can't read stuff off of playing against games of B-leaguers, you can't completely ignore it because this was the guy that Carlos Rodon was for all the Cactus League. He absolutely could power his fastball by everybody and and everything, every other pitch he had played up off of it um, from having that again. And, you know, we, we got warned that this guy was, was back and, um, you know, he proved it again uh, Wednesday night. It's a White Sox team, obviously, with big expectations coming into the season, not necessarily with Rodon being this, obviously, I, definitely not with him being this. So so what does this mean for this team going forward, uh, trying to, to win the Central and get back into the playoffs if Rodon is going to be this type of pitcher? I mean, it's very big. Um at least in the early going, they, they've been on their bullpen a lot. Uh, you know, I think Lucas Giolito going seven innings, um, the other night before Rodon was just their second start longer than six uh, all season. Um, you know, give it the fact that Dylan Cease is kind of still rounding in the shape or just a uh, bad defense behind him kind of shortening outings or, or Dallas Keuchel uh, still searching for his form. They haven't really gotten the long starts that they anticipated when they had, they built that big three with Giolito, Keuchel, and Lynn at the top of the rotation. To have really any other contributions of it, well – the depth of the rotation was probably one of their biggest question marks for the entire season. If there's even this firm of answer from one slot, that, that's a big difference maker. That's something where, you know, come playoff time, uh, you, don't, you don't have to think of the rotation being a three-man unit anymore. You can start thinking about whether Rodon um, is, is someone who's just as vital to get into a playoff series as a start uh, as anyone else. As he'd be the first one to say, this was the second start of the year. His big goal is to make 30, to, to have that kind of consistency and health that he hasn't had at any point of his career. And there's still stuff yet to prove. But I, I think uh, you can't 
eliminate the the stealing of a guy who was picked third overall as, as something that coming to play anymore. He, he's shown you that it's there, um, and he's shown you it's there in a real situation, not just spring training. Now it's just showing it over a full season. Great stuff, James. Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics' new headline section for much more on this story. To get access to all of the Athletics' great sports content, including all of James's great writing, visit theathletic.com slash headline pod, where you can join for just $3.99 per month. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.